0: Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, There's an article that appeared in today's Mirror uh, with regard to a politician who is concerned that there's going to be a crash between a UFO and a plane or other uh, human-made aircraft any time now. Anyway, this article is, uh, the headline states, Air crash with plane and UFO is only a matter of time, claims politician. A senior politician has claimed that a collision between a plane and a UFO is only a matter of time and added that we need to step up our work on extraterrestrials. U.S. Congressman Tim Burchett recently spoke out about UFOs, now known as UAP, and urged people to be wary. He said that although defense chiefs and United States Space Agency NASA have launched probes into potential alien craft, Tim believes that not enough is being done and an accident could be imminent, as the Daily Star reports. He's now called on the United States government to make public all the records it holds on UFO sightings and pilots who claim to have had close encounters to be called to give evidence to Congress. Uh, I just want to stop there for a minute. I think that's really good. I think that's a good thing. Um, it's nice to see somebody in Congress. It's, it's nice to see some Congress members uh, finally uh, taking the lead on this and, you know, and trying to get, you know, information out to the public that's being withheld for, you know, decades now. It's it's really uh, refreshing. Anyway, let's continue here a little bit. It says, Tim, former mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, expressed frustration that defense chiefs have so far only been able to find an explanation for one of 144 reported sightings since 2004. He claimed the search for the truth is being hampered by a lack of transparency, quote, which isn't just unfair to the public, but it could, be, could put the safety of our pilots in jeopardy, end quote. quote. He said, plenty of military pilots have reported UAP encounters that have no logical explanation. Some of them have warned it was only a matter of time before an aircraft got into a mid-air collision with an unexpect- unexplained object. Yet despite these warnings and reports, the first standardized reporting structure wasn't established until 2019. Our government has been surprisingly quiet about the topic for many decades, despite the many reports. Okay, I'm just going to stop here. Okay, yeah of course they've been quiet about the <laughs> about this for many decades they've they've denied it you know, there was anything to it I mean this is that's everybody knows this I mean they've been you know especially people in the uh, UFO community know this uh, for a fact uh, that you know there's been a government cover-up for decades since uh, at least 1947 that we know of um, but uh, I just want uh, to the, the one thing I'm gonna say here uh, is uh I I don't know, you know. In, in my mind, I mean, there really aren't. I mean, a lot of crashes. I mean, over seventy-five years now that we know that these things have been, you know, uh, I mean, it's 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 during that course of time where it seems that these things are more prevalent here on Earth. Now, of course, there's been reports long before that, you know, for the centuries leading up to 1947, and uh, but uh, you know, we really didn't start uh, flying until the uh, the 20th century, so. You know, there really hasn't been uh, a lot of reports of planes crashing into UFOs. Now, of course, there have been, you know reports of flying saucer crashes and that's different now uh, in early july 1947 the night before uh mac brazel found all this de- uh strange debris on his ranch uh there was a severe lightning storm now apparently you know sometimes i i, I would assume right a a, a a tremendous lightning strike a tremendous lightning bolt you know could could have uh, could cause Tremendous damage to one of these crafts. I mean, some things, you know, you, you just can't account for. No matter how advanced you are, you know. So, mo- you know, Mother Nature sometimes is going to have the final say in, in 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 some of these things. So, I mean, also a lot of people, a lot of people in the UFO community believed that what happened in Roswell was caused initially by a bolt of lightning. And who knows? Something caused something to crash. I mean, there was hundreds of witnesses compared to no witnesses to uh, a fallen weather balloon uh, that the Air Force contends. But there were hundreds of witnesses, first and secondhand witnesses, who saw a crashed flying saucer and, and or debris and or bodies, alien bodies, gray alien bodies, based on the descriptions. So uh so yeah these things obviously and and there's been more crashes than just Roswell over it, but see what happened the reason Roswell's so well known is because at that time the government uh uh, they just they didn't have a policy in place they didn't have uh, they weren't organized to handle uh ufos and, and recovering ufos and covering it all up so that's why some information got out and that's why it was a little bit messy after that they learned from that incident and so any crashes that happened after that they had teams you know specifically uh, put together that that handle these kind of things that go in there and then they knew what they were doing i mean you read the majestic 12 documents and we've talked about that a, a number of time on a number of times in this podcast. You read the uh uh you know those documents you, you see that they had a really decent policy in place i mean they had that uh operations manual special operations manual on how on how to retrieve uh, you know how, how to uh handle crashed extraterrestrial saucers and anything you know and then bodies how to handle all that stuff and we've ta- i've talked about that in different podcasts as well but uh, the one thing I will say, though, it doesn't seem like these things do crash into aircraft. I mean, uh, now there have been reports of these things shooting down aircraft. I mean, now according to Stanton, the late Stanton Friedman, the uh, nuclear physicist, the late uh, nuclear physicist, and uh, uh, probably one of the most well-known ufologists who, who's ever lived. I, 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 you know, I, you know, I, I, I miss this guy. I, you know, I love listening to him. You know, on TV and in documentaries, he was he was the best. Uh, but you know, he believed like from. From information that he gathered, he said there were a lot of anecdotal reports uh, that uh, there were military craft, in, in some cases, uh, particularly during the 1950s, that went after these craft and tried to shoot them down. And the pilots, the, and the craft, and, and the, air, uh, uh, air, the fighters never returned. Uh, somehow, were they disintegrated? I mean, what happened? They, you know, they were blown up. I mean, no, the government's not going to tell us that. You know, that would that would cause a panic, of course. So they're not going to tell you that. But for the most part, these things seem pretty safe, right? I mean, let's be realistic here. Now, of course, people in airliners, uh, pilots mostly a lot of times see these things, but actually people flying on airliners over the decades have seen flying saucers or other strange objects flying alongside uh, commercial airliners. I mean, uh, and we know for a fact now that the military fighter pilots uh, are seeing these things flying around all the time, you know, particularly out over the oceans, you know, they, they, they're buzzing uh, military bases they're checking out uh nuclear weapons silos i mean they're 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 around but they don't usually crash into uh, our aircraft i mean it's just not it's not something that happens it just isn't i mean if over 75 years i mean if that were to happen uh i mean it's it's going to be hard to pretty hard to cover that up but uh, what do i know i mean what do I, I mean i i just would imagine that it would be pretty difficult to cover something like that up um but uh let's look at this uh these objects a lot of people believe that you know these like say we'll take a flying saucer for instance apparently they they creates their own somehow generates its own little universe and that's why they could travel at tremendous speeds inside you know uh and and not be affected by the force you know that if you if 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 we were to develop if humankind was were to develop something that could travel you know fifteen thousand miles per hour you know uh you know we 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 wouldn't be able to put a person in there because they'd be, they, you know, uh, they'd probably die, you know, from the force uh, or, you know, these saucers are able to fly at tremendous speeds and then stop on a dime. Of course, you know, uh, if, if you were to, if somehow our jet fighters were you know flying at incredible speeds and then stopping on a dime, you know, the, the, the pilots would be, you know, juice on the, on the, on the windshield. So, <clears throat> That, that apparently these craft are you know their safety precautions are 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 you know beyond beyond anything that we could dream of i mean the, so apparently these things don't crash that often they they have things figured out for the most part except for the mother nature incident somehow they do fly ridiculously close though sometimes i mean it's possible of course anything's possible right? Someday, maybe one of these craft is going to crash into a a plane that's flying around. I mean, and that's why I understand uh, uh, Burchette's concerns here. And and I, I agree with everything he says here, actually. I mean, I'm not saying what he's saying is wrong. I'm just saying the reality is these things don't really crash into flying objects. It's just not something that's happening all the time. But they do crash, but from what? Probably Mother Nature. Who knows? Maybe into themselves. I, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they're crashing into airplanes or helicopters on a daily basis. Now, there's been a lot of cases where they became they came very close to helicopters and planes and scared the hell out of the people inside the planes and helicopters, uh, but they didn't actually crash. Um, you know, the object that I saw f- floated unbelievably close to treetops. I mean, unbelievably close. I mean, there's no air, human aircraft. Uh, and this was back in 1994, of course, there's no human aircraft that would ever dare fly as close to treetops as the thing that I saw, you know, during this fishing trip I had back in 1994. Now, sometimes there are things that happen, strange things. Of course, we can look at the, uh, the, the Val Johnson incident, uh, uh, from 1979. And I'm going to just, just read a little bit of this from I, I, a lot of you guys already heard this, but I'll just, you know, read this little brief part, uh, brief, uh, uh, mention of it that's uh, listed in wikipedia and i'll leave the link here for that too uh the valve johnson incident refers to an alleged encounter by marshall county minnesota deputy sheriff val johnson with the ufo in 1979 uh It states, Johnson reported that while he was on patrol near Warren, Minnesota, about 2 a.m. on August 27, 1979, he saw a beam of light just above the road. According to Johnson, the beam sped towards him. His squad car was engulfed in light, and he heard glass breaking. Johnson said he was unconscious for 39 minutes, and when he awoke, he realized his wristwatch and the vehicle's clock had stopped for 14 minutes. The windshield was shattered. A headlight and red emergency light was damaged and a thin radio aerial bent deputies responding to Johnson's call for help found his squad car sideways on the road Johnson suffered bruises and eye irritation that a physician compared to welders burns when the story received national publicity, publicity Johnson told reporters the sudden attention had caused him and his and his family a great deal of emotional strain and then it's uh, here's, has responses. Uh, ufologists, including Alan Hendry and Jerome Clark, consider the incident significant. With Clark claiming that Johnson refused to take a polygraph test because Johnson believed it would only serve to satisfy people's morbid curiosity. UFO skeptic Philip Class argued that the entire event was a hoax and that Johnson had deliberately damaged his own patrol call, car. See, that's what Philip Class. He's he's he's. Uh, the late Philip class, you know, back in the day, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, this guy was the top. He was one of the big, big debunkers out there. He was always showing up on TV, uh, particularly later on, like in the, you know, on CNN in the 80s and 90s, he would have debates with uh, uf- u- ufologists. This guy was terrible, terrible person. The way he, he was like this, in this case here, because, There was no other excuse. He couldn't come up with anything. He goes, "Oh, must have been a hoax then. Must have been a hoax then." You know, that's all he. he, That's that's the kind of stuff this guy did. A lot of people believe that class might have actually been uh, a a government disinformation agent. Uh, That's what I think he was too, because I I could never understand why somebody would take things that far as a UFO debunker and you know and just try to make fools out of some some uh, people cuz the things with this Val Val Johnson incident i mean something hit his car and it was very strange i mean it stopped the clocks the guy was conked out for you know uh 39 minutes i mean it's totally you know something happened the guy wasn't lying you know but what was it i mean was it a was it a full-fledged flying saucer i don't think it was it could have been some sort of smaller type extraterrestrial probe of some sort who knows that got out of control but it does as you can see and that is that's one of the cases where actually uh you know uh things hit hit uh, uh it hit a vehicle now it wasn't a craft flying craft of course but you know these things could uh, uh, apparently will and sometimes hit a vehicle and in that case that's that's what happened um now uh continuing with this article from the mirror um uh, it says here earlier this year, United States Congress held its first hearing on UFOs in over half a century. One unexplained sighting was a video shot by military aircraft showing a UFO buzzing a U.S. Navy ship, ship off the Californian coast in July 2019. The tic-tac shaped object flew from the Pacific, flew above the Pacific for a few minutes before seemingly vanishing beneath the ocean surface. As it disappeared, military personnel could be heard saying it splashed. Defense chiefs said the footage was real and showed a mystery craft with technology that appeared up to one thousand years ahead of anything known to the military. In June, NASA announced it is forming a team of space boffins to probe such unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, well, I'm not going to read the rest of it. You could check it out. I'll leave the link for that article too. But again, uh, yeah, I think this is really good. I'm glad to see. I'm really glad to see that there are people in Congress taking the initiative to uh, basically, uh, you know, try to, you know you know do something about this situation yeah again i i again I, I i don't think it you know i think burchette's concerns uh you know there is a concern it could happen he's right it's only a matter of time right at some point i guess something could happen but it, as far as i know it hasn't happened not with any known air not not with any of our aircraft they get close they cause chaos and they you know but uh as far as we know, unless the government's holding back something, uh, we don't really know for sure if anything's ever hit any of our aircraft and there was a collision, you know, who, as far as I know, I, I just, you know, I don't know of, of that. I mean, uh, I, I believe that they crashed on their own, whether it's due to mother nature or perhaps sometimes we're firing upon these things. And maybe sometimes over the decades, we've gotten lucky and hit one or two or three, but, uh, I don't think that uh, there's much danger. I would imagine, you know, we, people always say, well, it's a lot safer flying than it is driving your car. Well, I would imagine it's a lot safer flying around in a flying saucer than in any kind of human-manufactured uh, uh, aircraft. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. Uh, there's an article uh, that appeared in the, the New York Post yesterday, uh and it's with regard to cattle mutilations um and the headline reads cults or ufos decades of mysterious cattle mutilations stump police well let me just say this to the police uh i could solve this uh very simply for you there's nothing you could do about it it's extraterrestrials from outer space who are responsible Uh, i think that's uh, pretty clear now and there's what what are you going to do i mean maybe uh one case in a thousand at this point might be some maniac or maniacs uh who are would do something like this but uh for the most part uh there's nothing you can do because this is obviously being done by uh an advanced race of intelligent beings uh whether you know there are extraterrestrials uh you know a lot of people actually before i go on here i just want to make a point uh, a lot of people are uh, will say, uh, "Well, we don't know if they're extraterrestrials. They could be extraterrestrial or whatever, uh, extra di- interdimensional, uh, all that kind of stuff." Well, I, I just want to use extraterrestrial as a placeholder until we know uh, for you know, because I I think that's what it is for one thing. I think that's what the evidence points to and uh that they are extraterrestrial um uh they're not coming from other dimensions, I believe that they're extraterrestrial, but you know that could be proven wrong at some point in the future but uh for the for the purpose of this uh discussion uh it's extraterrestrials uh it's definitely not human beings uh these beings what uh uh the descriptions of them uh these gray aliens are three to four feet tall, you know they have four only four fingers on their on their hands, big heads, big black eyes insect like you know some people say. Uh, so that's that's who's responsible and they're and they're doing this uh, and they have the equipment And there's nothing you could do about it the equipment they have is uh beyond anything that we we know of uh so there's nothing you could do but anyway let's let's get into this article a little bit it says fox news has obtained shocking exclusive videos of cattle mutilation scenes from the san luis valley in southern colorado It's the greatest unsolved crime spree in history, says author Chris O'Brien, who recorded the videos. He wrote about his findings in his book, Stalking the Herd, Unraveling the Cattle Mutilation Mystery. The videos depicted the grisly nature of more than a dozen cattle mutilations. Mutilations differ from typical livestock deaths because the carcasses are found with body parts removed in an unusual fashion. The never-seen-before footage is featured in the latest episode of Tucker... Carlson Originals which is available now on Fox Nation. The San Luis cases are just a handful of more than 10,000 mutilations that have stumped ranchers and investigators across the United States for decades. So let's just stop right there. That's you know that's the more than 10,000 mutilations that we know about and this isn't this doesn't include uh, animals in the wilds. You know there could be other there's other animals apparently that are sometimes found uh that are mutilated in the same fashion that, that these uh the cattle are. Uh so, you know, deer, you know, and other other animals in, in, in that are found like this. Okay, continuing. Just this month, ranchers in Delta Junction, Alaska reportedly found the remains of a cow that was missing its udder, eyes, and reproductive organs. Okay, right there. Let's uh, stop there for a second. That's classic, classic. You know, and you know, uh, uh, the blood's all gone, blood's drained out somehow. There's no signs of blood anywhere. Uh the some t- a lot of times on these these carcasses, the some of the bones are broke, right? There's, you know, uh, in, which indicates that these things were dropped from a height. I mean, we've talked about this a number of times on the uh podcast i mean uh apparently with these these and and there's been people that witnessed these things some people saw the ufos uh uh you know around the area when you know, when these things happen sometimes it happens in broad daylight you know there's been cases where people uh, a rancher sees a, a cow and it's perfectly healthy and a half hour later he goes back to where the cow was and the cow's gone and and then he finds him you know 50 feet away and 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 it's drained of blood and it's it's all cut up like with with laser precision cuts and there's, you know, things are missing. Its reproductive organs are missing. It's, it's utter. Its eyes. I mean, there's a part of its jaw. I mean, things are cut out with lasers. I mean, experts, scientific experts, have looked at these for years, and they know there's, you know, there's some, you know, some whoever's doing this knows what they're doing, and it, and it's not, uh, it's not uh, uh, predators. All right, continuing. In 2019, cowboys at the Silvius Valley Ranch in eastern Oregon found five bulls mutilated in a remote stretch of forest. There was no forensic evidence of any kind left at the scene, according to Colby Marshall, vice president of the ranch at the time of the mutilations. Marshall says the bulls were missing their blood and reproductive organs when they were found. Each one of those bulls would have produced 20 calves a year for probably the next five or six years. Their overall production value was in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, he said. Well... The ranch offered a twenty-five thousand dollar reward for information that would lead to an arrest. They got no credible leads. Of course, they got no credible. <laughs> How are you going to get any credible? I mean, the, the, the only you're going to get incredible leads. This is about the best you're going to get. The best you're going to get. This I'm going to tell you something. This isn't. There's no vampires doing this, right? It's not Dracula. Okay uh uh like I said, maybe one case in a thousand, you know, maybe it's some crazy maniac or maniacs part of a cult or something that would do something crazy like this, but nobody's ever been arrested for this. Why? why? it's obvious because you can't how are you gonna you do? you're gonna arrest the, uh, 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 some aliens that 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 do this and be, you know in a way that you're never gonna catch them or find them or even see them doing it. It's it's this is ridiculous to even think about. Yeah, twenty five thousand dollar reward that's never going to be paid out because you're never going to catch anybody. You know, that's just talk. I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's what that's what's going on here. These things are 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 you know killing these cows for whatever purpose, uh, for feeding. You know, a lot of people think it's you know for feeding on them, right? Uh, I've been talking about that lately. I mean, these things are like insects, right? uh the you know according to all abduction uh reports i mean there's the gray the little grays come in take the abductee uh the these taller grays operated on the abductee and in, in standing back in the shadows are these praying mantis type looking things right you know apparently you know and everything they feed on blood right insects some of them so why are they doing this right it's either it's either for that may, or maybe they use some of the blood for their alien abduction uh, uh, hybridization uh, program that's been apparently ongoing for uh, multiple decades now. But, uh, you know, I would say number one is probably for feeding. They probably need use the blood for, for feeding. Okay, that's continuing. Uh, Marshall continued with a, uh, his commentary. He says, I would have never thought this would be possible that you could basically kill five bulls without any evidence. Well, yeah, it's possible when you're talking about uh, extraterrestrials from outer space, right? uh because it's happening it's been happening for a long time and there's no answer except one there's only one answer one answer and you know not only that and we i just talked about this recently there was a case where you know some ranchers stayed out all night and they saw the ufo coming they they, they, they saw the lights they heard a they heard a cow's you know screaming and then the screaming was cut off you know like suddenly and then they later the next day they went out and they found that cow was drained of blood and all cut up you know the with the precision laser cuts you can't there's nothing we could do about this that this is the most this cattle mutilation thing is the most bold most brash thing that these one of the probably the second most bold most brash thing that these aliens do i would probably say the alien abduction thing is number one but they they keep that pretty secret they they you know this thing they don't care they're just leaving back they're leaving their evidence behind they don't care they don't care what we think you know as far as they're concerned they don't care how long we stand around scratching our heads wondering there's no there's no point in wondering here it's aliens right the end of case closed all right let's uh, continue here at least eight other cattle were reported mutilated in Oregon since the Silvius Valley Ranch cases no culprit has been identified The ones I've been involved in, we haven't solved any of them, says Sergeant Tom Rourke of the Lake County Oregon Sheriff's Department. There was no evidence, no clues of a suspect. Ranchers have reported mutilations for centuries, but the cases peaked in the United States in the 1970s. Investigators kind of agree there were upwards of a thousand cases in just Colorado alone, O'Brien says. As as in this episode that's on this uh, show that they're talking about on Fox, it said, "In, In 1975, the Denver Post reported that the United States Bureau of Land Management canceled aerial land surveys in the area because officials are simply afraid their helicopters might be shot down by ranchers and other frightened others frightened by cattle deaths. Now, that was back in 1975. I think a lot of ranchers today are pretty much I, I think if you talk to a rancher, you know, they most of them maybe not publicly but privately they'll tell you, you know what, it's there's nothing you can do about it. It's aliens. Maybe some of them are still out there with their shotguns thinking they're going to catch some, uh, you know, crazy cults or something running around, but uh, I think most of them pretty much have You know, have uh, are resigned to the fact that there's nothing that could be done about this. There's absolutely what could you what could you do? (laughs) What could anybody do? I mean, they they haven't been able to do anything for decades now because you can't. It's impossible. I mean, you can stand out there with your shotgun until the cows come home. (laughs) Uh, Pardon the pun. I didn't mean that pun actually, but you can stand out there with your shotgun and and what are you going to do when these aliens show up? If if the if you even see them, if you even able to see them, because a lot of times you can't even see this happening. And somehow they're able to do this, you know, and nobody sees it. And then, you know, the, the, but but the result is the same. Uh, I mean, you, you just—it's just not going to work. You can't—you can't prevent this. This is this is beyond our beyond anything our capacity to stop. And put it this way: if we could stop, you think our government would have, you know, stepped forward already and said, "Yeah, we figured out somehow way some way to stop this." But apparently, they haven't. And I guess, you know, the bottom line is this, is that these things, uh, you know, I would say the number one reason is for food, you know, uh, they're they're using the blood for food. I've been talking to the, you know, uh, bring this up, uh, you know, because I've I've mentioned it in recent uh, podcasts, so I think it's only right that I bring it up again, but there's this former NASA electrical engineer, not just for NASA, but for other defense contractors and other government agencies like DARPA. Uh, who's been in contact with me anonymously and 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 it was this person's position that uh there' are these mutilations uh and possibly he this person actually takes it a step further and believes uh human mutilations uh, the purpose behind it is for that they're harvesting blood because that they need blood to survive now I know there's people out there that have commented in the comment sections about this they say, well uh they could these aliens are that advanced they could just come up with anything you know you know they could uh, you know they could and they they could uh, reproduce this without having to actually kill the cows could they well we don't for one thing we don't know that for a fact but even if they could right you know nothing is like the real thing i mean if you go to a like there's you know they have these new hamburgers they're not really made from meat you know if i had a choice which one am i going to take i'm going to take the one that's made with real beef right i'm not going to take the one that's plant based or something right most people i believe would be on my side of this you know you know unless you're a vegetarian of course but uh yeah I, I i just don't think there's anything we can do about it and i think that it's you know they're using i mean it's been going on for so long now it's become obvious there there, there are beings here among us right and they have their you and 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 they're they need to eat too and and that's that's what they're doing they're just stealing the cow brazenly brashly boldly however which way you want to put it Okay, let's continue here with this article. It says, On three separate occasions, sitting United States senators, senators including Harrison Schmidt, an astronaut who walked on the moon, called on the FBI to investigate the mutilations. Either we've got a UFO situation or we've got a massive, massive conspiracy, which is enormously well-funded, he told a local paper at the time. Declassified FBI documents show that in one investigation, the bureau referred the case to the United States Fish and wildlife, wildlife Service, which blamed small mammals such as foxes and opossums, but didn't explain how predators or scavengers were able to make precise incisions. Of course, they see they can't explain it. They can't. There's nothing they could do. I'm not going to read the rest of this uh, because you know you see where it's going. But I will leave the link so you can check it out for yourself. But it's obviously uh, painfully apparent. That this is something that's been going on a long time, and uh, you know, apparently some people are still scratching their heads. I'm assuming the ones who are scratching their heads are the ones who just can't accept the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here. You know, I'm sure uh, Mick West. I'm sure probably, he'll probably come up. Uh, maybe he'll put forth the that some trap. Maybe it's some mad traveling puppet sh- uh, puppeteer troupe, right? That's that sneaks around the country that that lives off uh, cattle blood. I I don't know what it, what, he, what he might come up with but uh I, I whatever whatever's going on right uh there's apparently there's nothing we could do to stop this and it's just going to continue continue uh forever i guess until something until what are the what's the what's the main end what's the end game for these beings here um uh are they going to be are they basically going to live in secret among us forever Is that what their plan is? I mean, basically like little spies running around and stealing our cattle behind our backs and taking the blood out of them. And I mean, what's the end game here? I mean, or, or, I mean, at some point do they, are they getting fed up? Are they getting sick of doing this? I mean, when are they coming out in the open? You know, I mean, I I would imagine that they probably getting tired of, uh, you know, living their lives like this. Where are they at? You know, where are they hiding? They're hiding here somewhere. Most obviously the most, the first number one place would be under the, underneath our oceans. I mean i mean that's that's perfect for them i mean you can never really pinpoint a precise spot where they're hiding up in the atmosphere and their giant motherships floating around right you know on the moon on the dark side of the moon maybe they're here though they're here and they're stealing cattle and that's the answer case solved there's nothing you can do about it everybody might as well go home because you're not going to pick that twenty five thousand dollars and just uh forget about it. take your reward sign down there's what you're not what are you going to do you know Maybe send send me a twenty five thousand. I just I just solved it for you. It's extraterrestrials. End of story.